Welcome back for another episode of Counting the Stars. I'm Mary Gillum, and I'm here for morning coffee with my husband, Malone Gillum, where we ponder and discuss the big questions of life. Who are we? Why are we the way we are? What is truth and what is fiction? And just as endless as the stars in the sky are, our exploration never runs out of new questions and discoveries. So grab a cup of coffee for yourself if you like, and join us as we dive into what's unfolding this week. Let's focus in on seeing a little more of life and truth and do some growing up together as family. Here we go. Good morning. Good morning. Happy February. It's here. So we've had our holidays. We had um, our first snow in eastern North Carolina of the year. And it was beautiful. And it's been really cold. And so those things have been checked off. And now it's time for spring. Well... Good luck with that. My hopes are in place. <laughs> but I'm actually okay. Once we hit this this time, I know that it's coming before too, too long, and I'll be all right. I will survive another winter. I have nothing to complain about. I live in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. we've lived in pittsburgh we've lived in the mountains of new mexico now those are winters that's right so i have a word for today or a theme maybe all right and that would be joy 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 (laughs) Should we tell them where that comes from? Well, you have to now. (laughs) We were in a a great, great church, uh, St. Philip's, the joy giver in Austin, Texas, for a while, led by the Reverend Rick Conrad. Mm -hmm. And they started every service with with a puppet show. Or was it in the middle? Was it like so a more in the middle? More in the middle, like a pre-sermonette for the kids, and the kids would run up to the puppet stage and sit down and watch these puppets come out, and they would have an interaction, and um, and they would start joy, joy, joy. It's you know one of the carrot puppets would always say that. Right, right. It was so fun, and the kids loved it, and and that was kind of the theme of that church in a way it was truly a joy giver and uh so i've been thinking for a couple of days especially as i interact with our three cats our our animal teachers in the house and around the house um one of our cats in particular is highly anxious and that's just her personality they're all different so if you're a cat person you know what i'm talking about But this cat, Coco, highly anxious, but if you're the right person and you catch her at the right time and she begins to trust you and you're going to sit and be still and quiet, um, she'll jump in your lap and settle in and just go into 
this joy and this rest and purr and, and love on you. And it's because you know that her personality is struggles with anxiety and fear when she enters into that joy and that rest. It's so fulfilling to watch that happen that, you know, finally she gets to experience that in her life. Um, and so I think of all of us and, you know, we all have our hangups and we all have our, our neuroses of some kind, but when, when it, we are, you know, when we allow ourselves and we are in, um, here are the things that remind us of, of home and rest and joy and we get to enjoy that place of joy for a little bit. It's, it's so refreshing and it's, um, it's so peaceful and it's so healing for our entire selves that that's kind of what I want to talk about today. Good. You're good at it. So keep going. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's, um, probably a, a hard subject to talk about in some ways, because I think we all experience that place or get to that place in such unique ways. So for me to talk about it might be hard for other, some other people or many other people to relate to it because what brings me joy or brings me to that place is might be a very different process or avenue than many other people. Um, and so I guess my, my main encouragement to all of us is to maybe ask that question of yourself, especially right now where we need to settle into a present moment of joy as much as possible. We need to really be mindful and intentional about that. So the question is for each of us, what is that uniquely for us? What is that setting? What is the, if, you know, if you're a creative person, um, maybe it's creating something. If you are, if you're a intellectual, maybe it's reading something that reminds you and brings you back to that place for you in particular. If you're a relationship person, Maybe it's how can you, even during this time of, of social distancing, how can you create an atmosphere where you're still building relationship and getting that joy from your relationships right now? However, whatever makes you tick and whatever draws up out of you that well of joy and rest, boy, that's, a great place to spend some time exploring. Yeah. Um, So this is a subject that I, I have a love hate relationship with. Um, I mean, who doesn't love to experience joy? I, I, I mean, it would seem unless we've got something fundamentally kind of, conditioned in us where 
we've been abused, we would all want to experience joy. Um, so I, I absolutely, I love to experience joy. Sometimes it seems so elusive and like hard work uh, for me at times to uh, break out of the uh, the melancholy or the malaise or uh, just the blanket of sorrow um, in order to get to a place where I'm open and vulnerable enough to experience joy. So, yeah, and today is one of those days it's a little bit harder, you know, um, and it's a good question. So what brings me joy? And there are any number of ways I could answer that because it's not just one thing. Um, but uh, being courageous enough to engage the question uh, is important and not just to put my own joy on the back burner and ignore it because right now joy seems like work. I wonder if we, part of that work is that we settle into whatever patterns that we've been in, you know, habits and patterns of thinking and doing are so they can be really strong so even to move away from a pattern takes energy and takes work. Mm. And if you're low on energy, that's that can be really tough. Yeah. It sounds like to me, listening to your words earlier, that part of the joy that's on your mind and that you are experiencing is related to a subject that we talked about a couple of months ago, the the Danish. Mm. I, of course, I can't pronounce this, but Hugo or Hugo. Yeah, <laughs> I'm throwing my <laughs> own roles and um, emphasis in it. But. And we talked about that in a podcast earlier. Uh, uh, you know about the happiness quotient of the Finns and the Danes, and the Danish people have this cultural uh, I don't know if it's a peculiarity but uh, certainly they practice it of cultivating an atmosphere which brings them joy and so I don't know if you had that in mind but you've been I think practicing that around our home mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. but from what you were saying it sounded like that was very much a part of your concept or your experience of joy right now. Sure. And that comes naturally for me because I am like when I'm feeling low energy and uninspired and, and have lost contact with my inner joy, I know from years of living with myself that what I need to do is, is bring forth that, that energy, even if I have to force myself into creating and and um, putting my hand towards beauty in some way. Um, 
And that in that process and in that, in that putting my hand towards something, it starts to stir up a, a place that's good for me to, to live in. Um, and that's just me. So I'm not, I'm not putting that on anyone else, but even if you're not the person who loves to create the environment of, of coziness and rest and beauty around us, the, the candles, the, you know, the organization, the, the colors, the plants, whatever, even if you're not the person who loves to create it, it has an influence to some degree on everyone, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, there's something about beauty that is beyond definition, but yet resonates and draws every person. Uh, and I, again, I'm not going to define what that beauty is because it's in the eye of the beholder, but yeah, there is something that, that draws us out of ourselves when we experience something beautiful like that. Well, and I think another piece of that is because I love to do it and I'm authentically in one of my giftings when I'm doing it, I think that just because of that joy coming from me, it emanates to the household. And so whatever gift each of you have who is listening, especially the gifts that you, you are not enjoying at the moment, whatever it is that when you go into it or, or when you think of it, it starts to bubble up that joy in you. When you go to that place and that joy, you start to experience that joy. It's not contained to just you. It spreads naturally and ripples out to the people that you're with. Mm -hmm. And in that way, you know, joy is contagious. And you can think of, I'm sure everyone's been around people and you can see their face, you can see their eyes and their kind of glow. And every time you get around them, you're, you feel better. You know, it has an effect on you. That's you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and it's a gift. Truly it is. Um, I know you laugh and that may embarrass you a little bit, but you truly are one of those people. And, uh, I'm gr very grateful and thankful for it. Uh, I want to be one of those people, <laughs> but I'm not all the time. You are much of the time more than, you know, um, it also reminds me of the value of being around children because children have that capacity much more than, you know, we get, once the world gets a hold of us and we, we go a little further down our path, we <laughs> enter into some woundings that affect us and, and tend to tamp out that joy to some degree, right? But when you're around kids, they, kids just emanate that joy. That, you know, mm -hmm. it, it reminds us and it, it, uh, sparks that, that flame on the inside of us and we recognize, oh my gosh, look at that kid, how happy they are. And it helps us to return to that place. We all need to be around children all the time <laughs> or as much as we can tolerate <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
It's good for us. And it's, you know, the whole multi-generational thing. I'm a huge fan of it. There was a, a clip on Facebook that I watched last night and it was so sweet. And it's, uh, I think they're doing a series and I can't even tell you who it is. It's a dad and his little girl who's sitting in a high chair pulled up to the kitchen counter and she's maybe, I don't know, one. <laughs> Flossed my reference for ages of kids because I haven't been around little, little kids for a while. She's probably one, maybe she's 18 months. But she is, he has created an environment where she's participating to the fullest and they're making a recipe. And in this video, they're making a recipe of like blender brownies or, or it's blender pudding. And so he's measuring out the ingredients and she, and he's right there with her. And each measurement, he's, she's holding the measuring cup and then he has her sample the ingredient. <laughs> so she puts the cocoa powder in her mouth and she gets a very bitter taste. And then she laughs and he laughs and she pours it into the blender. And then he does the next ingredient, the flour, and she tastes it and the salt and then the sugar. And she lights up. Boy, she loves the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and they mix it all together in the avocado or something else, whatever. And then, um, and, and they mix it up and they pour it into the bowl and then they get to taste their final ingredient and they do a little, um, uh, a salute of their spoons to one another and then they taste their creation. And it's just the most dear, <laughs> thing to watch because here's this little child and often we we diminish their contribution and and we don't allow them to really participate in so much of life but this father almost like (laughs) our heavenly father has brought himself to her level Mm -hmm. and included her in the joy of creation and she's free enough right now that she's not even thinking about making a mistake. That's not in her mind at all. Yeah. There's no conception for her of, am I doing this right or wrong? Yeah. Which is so paralyzing. So just seeing that relationship and the joy that they experience together in a, in a everyday task, but everyday task turned into a joyful experience. Boy, that's great. Thanks for sharing your time with us today. We hope you feel encouraged and included in all of these discussions. Above all, we really want you to know that you matter. And we're all really just one big family. So until next week, keep noticing your stars, enjoy your freedom to explore life, and just take it one step at a time.